When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. G'day and welcome to the Farms Vice Podcast with your host, Jack Creswell. Whether you farm it, service it, or just love it, this podcast is for you. We'll bring you the techniques and technologies you can implement into your day straight from the leaders and innovators themselves. Spread the Farms Vice so that we can reach more farmers right across Australia. Follow us on all of your socials at Farms Vice and let's get into this episode. Welcome back to the OptiWay series where we connect data and leading it into productivity. For today's episode, we head down to Wagga and thereabouts of Wanta Badgery Pastoral, talking to Simon Matea about his operations, diving in and what actually got him across the line to start to utilise ag tech um, also in the office, but out in the paddock and how that can make a difference to his bottom line. So let's get into this episode and see what it's all about. Well, g'day and welcome to the Farms Vice podcast. Simon, great to have you in the virtual studio coming from the very good town of Wagga Wagga. How's everything down that way? Yeah, look, uh, really good, Jack. We've had a, um, you know, a terrific uh, season, um, you know, going from last spring through to the, the wet summer, grew a lot of food and um, we've had a terrific autumn and, um, you know, winter's been cold, but we've had good growth through the winter and the spring starting off uh, brilliantly. Yeah, I think 22 has turned out to be a pretty good year um, right across agriculture as the average rainfall-wise and coming off the back of a few rough years. How was the drought down around Wagga in the Riverina for yourself and your neighbours, I suppose? Yeah, look, it was um, it was particularly harsh here. Uh, we've been on this property 30 years now and uh, it was, um, you know, it was the worst period of time we've had since we've been here. Um, and uh, it was probably worse than I could have imagined it would, would be, uh, would get. Um, so uh, it's been nice to have a couple of years since since then to get back on track and get our program back up and running. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we've been very thankful that it's gone from uh, shocking to, um, you know, really good. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll, we're pretty keen to get down into your story and your operation. Um, And great to have you on the OptiWay series, connecting data and leading it into productivity. What what does productivity mean for you as a farmer around Wagga area for your operation? Look, I guess, uh, you know, in in our situation, it's about, um, you know, we're a a livestock enterprise. Um, We're... uh, just focusing on um, on breeding Angus cattle, um, so you know productivity is everything. It's about um, kilograms of beef per hectare. Uh, it's a you know really important to us that we can um, you know turn off as many kilos per hectare as uh, as practical and uh, uh, economically um, speaking, it's uh, really important to our business. Especially where the market is currently, you want to make the most of it when you can coming off a few bad years as well um, and really getting into that. But before we get down to a bit of agribusiness, tell us a little bit yourself and how did you end up at, in the role that you are as a farmer on this farm for 30 years? Were you somewhere else before? Where did it all start? Uh, look, I guess I grew up actually in Melbourne. And uh, so uh, uh, my family had, um, I guess, hobby farms all my life. Um, so we just, uh, just, we, in 1991, we uh, decided as a family to um, get a bit more serious about agriculture, and um, we made the uh, made the move to Wanabadri, and uh, been here ever since. Really, uh, really enjoyed the enjoyed the change, and uh, yeah, we've um, yeah, we've loved loved being up here. How was that change 30 years ago from now, going from hobby farmers to having the interest, and then actually putting yourself in amongst it all? I guess in my situation, I um, even though I grew up in Melbourne, uh, in my early teens, I developed um, a real passion for the land and, and agriculture, and uh, I went and worked in um, the Riverina for a while at near Hay, and then I worked up in the Kimberley for uh, for a while, um, and then um, finished a uh, degree at university. Um, so I was, um, you know, in my situation, I was just uh, really keen to. Uh, get into it and um that's what we did absolutely and let's get into the good stuff like farmers love to see inside an operation or hear about how others sort of run i think it's a pretty good way and the best sort of shortcut to see what others are doing throughout the industry whatever sort of sector you're in um and producing cattle what sort of problems were you having on your farm and what and how were you sort of plugging that gap um and utilizing ag tech in such a way yeah, look, I think uh, it's all about information and um, you know being able to get get your hands on as much as, as possible in a practical way. And uh, so, you know, in our situation, I, I think I feel like we've always adopted you know technology to uh, to help us. Um, you know, along the journey, there's been you know things that we've adopted that probably haven't uh, given us any practical solutions to problems. And uh, you know, drop them along the way. But we've also um, you know picked up some, some really useful tools that uh, we you know we're still using using today on a daily basis, really. And what sort of information are you looking to get back um, with, as a cattle producer? What leads you to make better decisions or fewer decisions for yourself? And that data sort of comes through and makes them for you. I think that it happens in a few ways, Jack. We. Um, you know, there are sort of weighing uh, and in-yard technologies that we have, you know, about being able to access information in our yards. 
um, about the history of, uh, of the animals we're processing at the time. Um, I think also, uh, you know, feedback from uh, the performance of our cattle, whether it be in a feedlot or um, in abattoirs, uh, it has been really useful to us to make sure our breeding and our genetics are heading in the right direction. So, um, you know, we pay a lot of attention to um, that information as well and uh, try and monitor our, um, the performance of our cattle, you know, every year and, you know, make sure that we're heading in the right direction. You know, most of our genetic change comes from our bull selections, uh, our bulls that we buy in. And uh, so we want to make sure that's, uh, you know, that's going well for us. And then we can um, use a bit of culling uh, of, our, of our females along the way to uh, help enhance that as well. Yeah, good stuff. And what's what's your operation look like? What sort of breed are you running down there? So we carve down about 1350 females a year at the moment. Okay. And um, yeah, that varies with with seasons. Um, but uh, yeah, at the moment we're carving down about 1350 and uh, you know retaining retaining a lot of our heifers and um we um, yeah we've been selling uh, steers generally end up in the uh, the feedlot or feeder market um, and um, yeah so we uh, and our heifers uh, as I say we keep keep most of them and join them and uh, put them into the program. What sort of weights are you turning your um, your steers off? So we like to we like to sell them you know sort of seasonal dependent often but we like to be selling them sort of four fifty to to 470 if uh, if we can and uh you know it's not often that they're they're well under that usually they usually they achieve those weights um even in a rough season we find uh, their weight gains often a, a, a better for a short period of time will be but uh, um and uh, we're able to achieve those weights reasonably regularly yeah, as long as you don't hit that um overweight penalty i found out I don't know, a couple of months ago, and I just thought that was pretty absurd. But I imagine when they go into feedlots, if they're in 100 days, they sort of want to know where they're coming in and what they're going to be doing at the end of that. So in response to that, it's probably a fair side of it, but it feels like a bit of a kick um, from the farmer side if you're producing fat steers anyway for the market and you're getting a penalty on that. But for yourself, we'll move on from that. Um, in paddock weighing versus out like in the yards, actually doing it, the work yourself. Um, what was your decision getting into this and what led you to choosing OptiWay um, for your in-paddock weighing? Look, I, I think um, we've, we've always had a passion for, uh, you know, uh, technology that, that works on farm and, um, you know, is, um, you know, useful on a daily basis. And uh, I saw an OptiWay machine uh, on somebody's place a couple of years ago. And, um, you know, I, I just, as soon as I saw it, I thought that is just so down our alley. Um, so I, um, yeah, we, 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 the decision to buy it was based around, uh, you know, when we bring them into the yards and weighing them, it's sort of after the event. And then you, you're pretty much just taking what you've got. So if they're, uh, if they're overweight, for example, they're already overweight and there's not much you can do about that. Um, and if they haven't put on enough weight, um, likewise, uh, it, it's a time lag in then uh, moving the paddocks or uh, adjusting their feed uh, to, um, 
to make them go back on track. So what we found was um, the OptiWay, it's in real time. Um, you know, it's not after the event and you can make quick decisions to get the weight gain back on track or uh, deal with those <laughs> those heavier animals before they do go overweight. Because as you mentioned, um, you know, if they do go over, the uh, discount is um, is enormous. So, um, so yeah, so we've, we found that uh, the OptiWay has been really helpful with that. And, um, you know, with you know, very little labour input, I mean, it's just a, a matter of putting a lick block in it every now and then and um, moving it as required. Yeah, well, we've had some different um, examples of what's happening. Using OptiWay for a place that's five hours away um, and on your adjustment block and how that can work out live data. For yourself, though, um, finding out those few dollars that are involved in between, have, do you think it's actually made a difference to you? You're allowing to make more, turning the cattle, the steers off at the right moment when they're ready to go? Yeah, it certainly has. I um, we, we try and contract um, as steers if possible. And, uh, and what we found is that we can... Um, you know, well ahead of time of the, the contracting time, we can, uh, you know, um, make decisions about when they should go. Um, you know, potentially adjusting the turnoff dates. Um, we've also, I've also found that it gives me peace of mind yeah. uh, that the the day that they're going to go on the truck, uh, I'm not there pacing up and down wondering if they're going to be heavy heavy enough or if they're worrying if they're going to be too heavy i know that they're in the right weight range and uh they will um you know everything will be okay and it's given us uh, yeah, a lot of comfort around um around that especially with contracting yeah i think like a few farmers would agree and be in a similar boat to you you send them into maybe the yards or the feed lots and you're like shit they're a little bit overweight or they weren't quite at the weight of what you thought so then you're not actually optimizing the amount of time that they're on feed and also getting them off of that right and crucial time as well timing's everything in agriculture and how we all work um and i think this just allows us to improve that don't you think yeah i, I agree i think what we've also found with, with the optiway machine is uh that it um it, it's not just the fetuses that are um it's useful for it really it doesn't have any downtime through the year. It might be, um, you know, monitoring our, um, our heifers for joining weights um, or our, our weaners uh, post weaning to make sure they're, um, they're gaining at the right rate. So um, really it's just, um, you know, it's useful every month of the year. And, and as I said, the beauty of it is that there's virtually no work with it. You just plonk it in a paddock and um, let it do the work for you. Yeah, I think that's probably the number one attribute that you would put towards OptiWay and equipment like this, saving you time, but also working each and every day. Have you assigned yourself as a chief analyst of OptiWay each and every day? Or how do you set that up for yourself? So, uh, yeah, I think they've got a really good system there. We, I get an email um, every morning uh, with the, the weights from the past 24 hours. Um, so it's giving the... Um, Minimum, maximum, and average, and then the um, the weight gain information for the last 14, 30, 90, and 180 days of those of those animals. So um, you know, it's it's really um, it's really good to see. I, yeah, every morning as I'm 
just have a breakfast or look at the email and make sure everything's on track. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing that's it's been really useful for, you know, looking at the, the data on a little daily or weekly basis is the, um, you know, you can see the change of um, weight gains, you know, with the changes in weather, um, which we probably don't fully appreciate normally because um, we're just looking at the, the weights in the yards. So, um, and also the, uh, you know, the different times of the year and uh, different types of feed. So we've, you know, started to build a pretty good database on farm of, um, you know, the expected weight gains at different times of the year with different feed, you know, different pastures that we're using. And um, so, uh, you know, we're able to, uh, you know, for the future years plan um, a bit better and have a much better understanding of, of the weight gains uh, on different uh, paddocks at different times of the year. It's interesting to see like the forecast of individual paddocks and how you can start to forecast that off the back of collecting the data. How long have you actually had the OptiWay for? So we've had it uh, just over 12 months. Yeah, and I, I sort of work off, if you have something for three years, you can really start to gather some key trends there whether or not that trend individualized to each paddock um, or each mob as they come through on your property, um, maybe for joining times um, for the younger heifers. For yourself, okay. let's go back into what were you doing beforehand in the yards weighing. You can take a fair bit of time up for us farmers. We do like to have our hands on and actually see what's going on, have that touch appeal. But what were you doing prior? And then how is that trans transferred into 2022, I suppose. So I guess, uh, you know, for a long time now, we've had uh, electronic scales um, and um, we redid our yards um, about eight years ago. And um, we, um, we put in um, scales, under crush scales, so that, uh, um, and we've got a, a Gallagher TSI system um, that goes with that. So basically, when every animal comes into the crush, um, whether we really need its weight or not, it gets weighed, and the information ends up on the uh, on the Gallagher system. Yeah. And we've that we found that fantastic. Um, you know, often you might not be consciously wanting to weigh them, but then you you know might be pregnant heifers you're looking at um, for a vaccination, and then you can. Just you know, say that they're uh, they're not putting on as much weight as you would like, um, or putting on too much weight. So um, so really, um, we found that um, that very useful. But again, that's uh, sort of after the event information rather than the, uh, the real time that you get with the OptiWay. So uh, so yeah, we also find the the Gallagher system really useful with um, our quality assurance. Um, all our animal health treatments are on there. And um, any notes that um, are relevant for an animal uh, during its life, we can make notes while they're in the yards and uh, assign that to the, to, to the animals. So, um, yeah, we found that really good as well. And I think between that and the OptiWay, they complement each other very nicely. Yeah, absolutely. You're never not going to need to bring your cattle into the yards, are you? So you can't get away with that. But probably having that freedom and flexibility, has it freed up time in terms of you or any employees or family members out in the paddock, bringing them in, mustering them in just to see what their weights are before they go to market? Yeah, definitely. Um, we, uh, you know, we try to now avoid that if we yeah. can. 
Um, I, I guess sometimes we still have to do it because we probably we can probably do it with another opti way to be honest. But um, but yeah, definitely uh, if we can avoid it by using the opti way, we do. Um, I think we all underestimate the um, the disruption to the cattle by uh, bringing them into the yards and and handling them, even if it is just for a simple way. Um, and so uh, by being able to leave them in their paddock, um, there's you know some real value there as as well. Yeah, I think that leads me into the next question pretty well. Um, stress management for cattle is both important to the farmer, but also now important to consumers more and more so, um, knowing that the animals are well looked after out in the paddock, but also when they come onto our plate, um, how it got there. I think people want to get a little bit closer. This data can feed us into that, but also for the farmers on the back end. What sort of outside value have you seen are you recognizing using OptiWay? and um, we spoke about like paddock management on a few other episodes um that worm burden as well what sort of stuff have you seen you've seen lift in labor or decrease even yeah i guess uh, look really probably more it's about um for us about uh you know knowing when the cattle aren't performing as well as they they should be and being able to do something about it uh, as well as, um, you know, I guess, optimising the, the turn-off weights. So, um, yeah, in our situation, it's probably more about that than um, we haven't yet, uh, fortunately, identified any uh, disease or, or worm, worm issues that need to be dealt with. Um, so, uh, but no doubt uh, if there was a, uh, a situation like that, the OptiO would you know, be really useful in identifying it. Um, yeah, I guess anything that's linked to weight gain, uh, or weight loss um, would be identified uh, potentially by the Optima. So like also looking at your increases as well as your decreases, what sort of decisions have you made on the back of cattle have started to lose weight out in the paddock? What do you do first First thing? Um, is it to go check that paddock, see what the grass is doing? Is there enough pick there? Um, do you move them onto the paddock, introduce supplement or what is it? Yeah, so probably a combination of those things, Jack. I think in our situation with our wieners, um, you know, we might uh, increase some supplement um, or adjust the, the supplement uh, with the older cattle. That um, it'll probably come down to um, you know moving them, moving the paddocks if if that allows. Um, I think um, the other thing that we really have found is um, you know the seasonal change. So the change between uh, let's say spring and summer. You know, the, the weight gain drop off can be uh, quite marked in, in that situation. So, um, you know, it's uh, about identifying that. Um, and sometimes these changes are more abrupt than we ever, ever knew because um, we weren't able to monitor in real time. Do you think for yourself you're making more or less decisions with the introduction of ag tech on farm? Not only OptiWay, but also like Gallagher that you've got in the yards, that's a bit of an ag tech there, or anything else you've got on farm. Do you think it's allowing you to just sort of select the options available from the decisions or you're having to make more? What's the case for you? I think uh, I think in our case we can, um, you know, with our decisions around those, around those things, we can, um, you know, just be more reactive and... Uh, and more and more proactive uh, with you know with their uh, management. So um, 
yeah, it's probably it probably is leading to more decisions with um, you know rotating into different paddocks and or increasing supplement. But um, you know they're all uh, all good decisions and uh, all um, you know helping with the productivity and um, and the health of the cattle. Absolutely. And what do you think the role for like OptiWay as an ag tech um, is for farmers out in the future? I think bringing out a sheep version, which I'll be pretty happy to hear about as sheep producers ourselves. Um, what are you looking forward to in the next five, 10 years of this development? You've only had it for a short period of time, less than 12 months or so. Yeah, look, I think uh, certainly with the, we trade a few lambs from time to time. And uh, I think it would be extremely useful to have a, a sheep version uh, when it comes out uh, for us because um, uh, particularly with the lambs, um, you know, the weight gain is everything when we're trading them and uh, not being uh, not being across the weight gain on a daily basis is, um, you know, uh, I guess a blind spot for us in a way. And um, also because sheep aren't our core business, we're um, probably not as skilled in the, uh, understanding the weight gains of the lambs. And so um, also to, I guess, the, you know, the specifications for... Um, the lambs um, and the turnoff weights are, uh, you know, extremely important. Um, you know, equ equally as they are with cattle. You know, there can be a drop off of price if they go too heavy, and it can be quite severe at times. Um, and likewise, if they're not heavy enough. So, yeah, definitely, we'd be looking to the um, sheep version. I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure the OptiWay guys will, um, as time goes on, uh, you know. You know a, enhance their um their reporting features um although uh, you know i'm finding it sufficient now that's for sure so um but yeah i'm just sure that their their software behind the scenes will uh, will grow and uh, become more and more useful as time goes on yeah 100 i think it's um a cracking piece of equipment going into the future we're only at the very early days of ag tech itself but also optiway um, and there's a very quick sort of loop there with limited friction going straight back to increase his developments. He's already changed a couple of versions as it keeps running. Um, so whoever bought in the instance buys now, it's only improving into the future um, for anyone to get that second piece as well. So but for yourself, what sort of piece of farms advice would you like to pass on to any budding cattle producer or future sheep producers out there that may be looking to introduce in paddock weighing onto their own farm um, and not to be scared from two feet up on the platform only? So I think, um, yeah, the, the two feet is, is an interesting concept. Um, what we've found is that, um, you know, it's amazingly accurate and um, on a, more so probably on a mob average than a, a potentially individual um, on a daily basis. But we, uh, we've found every time we bought the cattle in from the paddock and weighed them in the yards, there's been, uh, you know, very small differences in the uh, in the actual weights on that day, um, and um, yeah, I, uh, I was very pleasantly surprised how accurate uh, the OptiWay machine is. So, I guess my advice would be, uh, if you know, if you're at all thinking it might be useful, just to um, you know make the investment. I, um, you know, I think it's really for what it provides. Um, it's really good value and I wish I'd got hold of it, you know, many years ago. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I, um, it's, it's been an investment that, um, 
you know, we uh, we've been you know, really happy with. And uh, like I said, uh, we'd probably like to uh, get hold of another one down the track. Yeah, I think you might have to join the line. I thought when I was starting this series, there's over a hundred um, pieces of equipment out there for OptiWay, but they've top toppled three hundred going across Australia and also now going global. So it's pretty exciting as a farmer, as an end user, um, to be able to see this. But I think if people were to get to their neighbour that may have one, um, or a field day that has one and showcasing it, um, just like you did in the initial stages, I think it would be quite valuable to see what the barrier is on the other side. As farmers, we want to know a bit more. Um, and not all the time we can't take ag tech onto our place until we actually purchase the item. So it is important to get these field days and support uh, that sort of research and where it's going. Absolutely. Well, Simon, thanks for coming on to the, the OptiWay series, connecting data to productivity and how that's worked out in your own operation. For anyone that's keen to catch up with you or see what your farm's doing. Do you have any social media handles out there that you run or that you're active on? Uh, Jack, I'm a bit of a dinosaur on that front. Um, no, we're here. I, uh, no, I don't. So um, just, um, yeah, I'm pretty, uh, I might might be ahead with the empathic lying, but um, uh, not so much on the social media side. It's definitely the better way to be around anyway. Well, Simon, thank you very much for coming on to the podcast. Great to have your insights and expertise. You wouldn't think it, being a farmer, that you actually have expertise, but you do. Um, and passing them on to the next generation, but also this generation, I think it's pretty important to pass it on. Um, and thanks for coming on to the series. Great to have you. Oh, thank you. Thanks for the time, Jack, and all the best. Thank you for tuning in to the Farms Advice podcast. It is produced by Advert Your Eyes Digital, the agribusiness marketing specialist. Go to farmsadvice.com.au for more information on this episode and the others before and spread the Farms Advice. If you love this episode, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe as it helps other farmers find us too. But until then, next Tuesday, keep on farming. In the spirit of reconciliation, the Farms Advice podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country for Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 